The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your name. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ. People, any, all of, any and all of the boat rockers who are in the house this morning. Welcome to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor is sonsoflibertymedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Thursday morning. And if you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. And if you scroll down on the right side of the page, I forgot to include that there. Ah, That's my fault. I'll have to include that there. You can jump on. I'll put it in in just a moment. And uh, we'll get everything set up to where you can watch the live feed. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to do that on the fly here. I should have had that done, and uh, I was posting some other things, and I completely forgot to put that in there. But I'll have that up there in just a moment. Be sure to to go in there and to 
click on the second video down. I am uh, doing this sort of on the fly, if you will. And uh, again, normally I have this done. It happens pretty quickly. And uh, you'll be able to, to go in here in just a couple of minutes when we get into the topic. Second video down. Bradley's video from yesterday is up. You can check that out. Uh, and he'll go live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central on sonsalertuini.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter. Again, we don't rent your email, sell it, spam it, any of that stuff. And uh, you'll be able to get the morning show archive that I do each day. That will be included in the email that you get in the evening, along with all the articles from our contributors that we have uh, throughout the day. So be sure to check that out at sonsalertuini.com. And then finally, <clears throat> if you want to help us, you agree with our message, and you'd like to support us. We don't ask you for money. We just tell you we have needs because it does cost money to do everything that we do. So there's a donate button at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. You can make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. Click onto that, and you can uh, set up for a, a monthly donation that comes out automatically. Also, there is a store button. You can pick up great products there for conversation starters and also to equip you and the work God has for you in the area of influence that you are in. And I think that's all the stuff for SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, uh, all the intro stuff. Of course, you can find us on BeforeIt'sNews.com, uh, front page right there. You can also, again, um, just putting this in here, you'll be able to catch that live feed now on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Yay. <laughs> and also on... Setting Brush Fires, um, Twitch there, News news Tycoon, as well as Facebook on Bradley Dean SOL, um, and DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. Still have some people coming in from there. We appreciate you guys also. And then, finally, Cutting Edge TV on Roku. And I'm looking around a light here so I can see, make sure I've got everything out of the way there, and uh, we should be good to go. Okay, so... Yesterday, the news was sort of filled with the, these Freedom of Information Act requests that had been uh, filled concerning Dr. Fauci's emails. And apparently, there's quite a bit of them. Okay, Our own Suzanne Hamner wrote on that yesterday. <clears throat> the FOIA emails request expose fraud, criminality, and corruption of Fauci, but not... For the right reasons. And so uh, I want to take a little bit from that. I want to kind of put that to things that continue to go on. Okay. Because this is the man in the United States who was giving all the advice concerning the pandemic. All right. So I, I just want you to understand. He's there, and I've heard some people saying he and Bill Gates are now being thrown under the bus. I think I was listening to something from Steve Quayle yesterday, and he was saying, you know, Fauci and Gates are being thrown under the bus. Well, are they or are they not? Because if they're being thrown under the bus, I want to see some justice brought for their crimes, if that's what's really going on. I heard a lot of people get thrown under the bus under the Obama administration. No justice. They weren't thrown under the bus. But here we have it. We have these emails coming out, and they're demonstrating that what we've said all along. We've said that Dr. Fauci's corrupt. He does have conflicts of interest. 
And while some people in the news world want to try to soften the blow of the many patents that he has to try to insulate him from his conflict of interest and the profits that he will turn over all of this, which, by the way, let me take you over to what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has said. This comes from Irish Central. Um, Robert Kennedy Jr., son of Robert and nephew of John F. Kennedy, said that the National Institute for Allergic and Infectious Diseases, NIAID, Dr. Fauci's agency will collect 50% of all royalties from a potential coronavirus vaccine. Speaking to a, quote, far-right podcast, the Gateway Pundit, (laughs) Kennedy Jr. said that the doctor... It's funny, isn't it? I mean, Robert F. Kennedy's not, like, far-right, so I don't know why they have to throw this in there. He's something else. Said that Dr. Fauci owns a number of vaccine patents, including one that's being trialed to fight coronavirus by some of America's biggest vaccine manufacturers. The Gates Foundation invests in Dr. Fauci's NIAID as part of its Decade of Vaccines program, which aims to introduce a global vaccine action plan. Kennedy Jr. said that Dr. Fauci owns a patent for a specific type of vaccine that packages a virus in a protein sheet. The virus is then delivered to the human body through the vaccine, and Kennedy Jr. said that it very quickly reaches the organs necessary to give a person immunity to a certain illness. He also said that the patent is currently being used by at least one of the major American vaccine manufacturers to make vaccines or coronavirus. The four major vaccine manufacturers in the U.S. are Pfizer, Merck, GlaxoSmithKline, and Sanofi. And if one of those four companies successfully develops a coronavirus vaccine, Fauci and the NIAID stand to collect half of the royalties, according to Kennedy Jr. Now, this is from April 27th last year. This was a claim that uh, Robert F. Kennedy, who has spoken at, look, I think that my understanding from Kennedy is he takes this kind of approach that there is some safety and some benefit to vaccines at some level, but he's largely opposed to a lot of them uh, because I think the evidence is undeniable that, as Sherry Tenpenny has said, no vaccine has ever been proven to be safe or effective. In fact, there was a story out the other day. Uh, I caught a glimpse of it, and I, I didn't get to read it, but it basically said that it was admitted that these the one of the vaccines was only uh, effective one percent of the time, and I don't even know how do you determine that. How, how do you determine if it's effective? Uh, I mean, I would say people don't have any side effects; they don't die, and they don't get whatever they're being injected for. Uh, that's the only way. And you would have to go their whole life to determine that. Because what if a year down the road, these people develop a serious case of coronavirus? <laughs> you know. What do you do about that? How do you determine whether or not it's actually effective? And I know, I know the the procedure that they allegedly inoculate the rats and stuff, then they introduce them to the thing to see if they contract it. Well, that might be at one time. What about a time in the future? And that's reintroduced. What what happens there? We already know the coronavirus vaccines that were previously produced when they were given to the animals that they were given to, and then they were reintroduced with coronavirus, the animals' own bodies attacked themselves. 
It killed all the animals in the study. And I told you guys, they're not doing animal testing with this. You're the test. The the American people and the world population are the experiment. You're the experiment. You are the guinea pig. How many people want to be a guinea pig? Huh? How, how many of you want to be thought of your thought of yourself as a lab rat? That's what they're treating you as. Not as people made in the image of God. And you know what? Go, what the sad reality is is governments are going along with it too. But here we had some emails come out, and there, I'm sure for weeks to come we're going to be seeing people pouring through these emails and showing what was going on. But the the first one came out. Um. Suzanne had referenced this report from noqreport.com. And it was titled, The Fauci Emails Reveal Ineptitude, Corruption, and Ignored Warnings Over a Chicom Cover-Up. Okay. And, well, you know, Christie's asking the question. You can't decide whether Trump is involved or not. Well, let me, let me just put it this way. He continues to tell his followers, and they are his followers, his worshipers, to take the vaccine, take the injection. He is the one who put it on a fast track. He wants you to know he put it on a fast track. He wants you to know that you're the, he's the reason you have this deadly poison going throughout the world and our society specifically in, the Amer- in America. So yes, he's involved in some way. He may be ignorant of some things. I don't know. But he's the guy who's pushed it. He's the guy who wants credit for it. He's the guy who continues to tell his people to take it. He's the guy who pushed Fauci and Burks and all those other guys day in and day out to give you coronavirus updates, to tell you you needed to wear your mask, to keep, to be your social distancing. And you can try to say he's different from all the guys that you want to, but he's right in there with them. And to this day, he doesn't call them out for this. He's not called them out for this. So if you can't see that he's in on it at some level, okay, I'm not in the mind of Donald Trump, so I don't know everything that he knows there, but if you can't see at some level he's in on this, I don't know how to help you. You're going to have to set your cognitive dissonance aside and say, what am I actually seeing here? Not do I like the guy and I liked what he said, or I might have liked a few things that he did. What has he actually done, and what is he saying about this issue? Okay? All right, so with that said, J.D. Rucker is writing over at NOQ Report, and uh, he kind of laid out some of the email, or at least one of the emails, that was sent to Dr. Fauci by an Eric Nielsen. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the same, he's a, he's a pretty... Um, He's a pretty famous guy himself, uh, or well-known fella, and he's writing to Dr. Fauci, and he writes to him on March the 18th of last year, okay? Hi, Dr. Fauci. I'm now back in my office. I typed the original message on phone. I just noticed a bunch of typos. Yeah, that happens when you type on a phone. And, and it's a long email. What gets me is it's a long email, Okay. And he typed it on his phone. <laughs> just, uh, I, I, I just don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, anyway, so he's warning 
that the data the communist Chinese were sharing with the world regarding COVID-19 death counts was fraudulent. That it was fraudulent. Okay? I am uh, confident that China stopped counting dead COVID-19 infected bodies since January the 7th of 2020. They stopped counting bodies. They've been adding fabricated data daily to show, to save face, the world that their own people, an impressive flattening of China outbreak curve. It's easy to prove this via data analysis because, for example, improbable coincidences occurred in much of the data. My suspicions were eventually confirmed by at least two of my sources in China. The data posted by China is not only garbage, it has misled the world into a false sense of security. Uh, It looks like there's still some typos here. WRT, death rate, age versus death, and other things. That is, if people analyze the world's data, including China, the results are heavily biased towards nonsense because China's number of cases accounted for the majority of cases worldwide until a day or so ago. Remember, he's writing this back in March of last year. Okay? March of last year. So, he comes down and he says, the number of body bags my contacts told me about, even after short 15 minutes walk to and from grocery stores in one city during CCP-authorized time slots, suggests the number of deaths is several orders of magnitude larger than what China's posted data indicates. Also, everyone I know in China continues to be in lockdown uh, six-plus weeks now, and several went silent since about a week ago. This greatly troubles me because those who went silent live in Wuhan. And yesterday, the CCP revoked permits license for several foreign reporters who were trying to learn about uh, the situation in Wuhan and other parts of China. Several of my sources have told me in coded language that the situation in at least Wuhan is not under control at all. Now, here's the thing. I remember when this was going on. I remember that they were bringing out incinerators allegedly to burn bodies there in China. Maybe you guys remember that that story as well. I remember that all of a sudden there were a very, very large number, and I'd have to pull up the articles again because I didn't even think about this this morning. There were a lot of people who were who had cell phone service who all of a sudden were not responding or making calls, or I forget what the what the issue was. I'll have to pull up the article. I'll throw it in the uh, in the archive later this morning. That was going on. So we had a lot of strange things that were happening in China. Obviously, some of us saw the videos of people just falling over. Uh, we saw a video from, it looked like an apartment complex or something, where some of the dignitaries, officials, whatever, representatives, I don't know what they have over there in China, uh, as far as how their government is structured there. But some of those guys coming in, uh, doing some PR stuff, and the people yelling out the window in Chinese that they knew it was all fake, they were lying about what was going on, this, that, and the other. And um, so so many of us have forgotten that. But I remember those because basically I, have to, I had to deal with that stuff every day. So um, I'll get those and I'll put those in where they were trying to cover up whatever was going on there. Now, again, we're told there's a virus, 
But even the head of the Chinese CDC said they didn't isolate the virus. I mean, that's what they said. The reports had it out from the CDC. I've had a guy tell me, look, I'm not a scientist or doctor or virologist or any of that stuff. We've had Dr. Andrew Kaufman on, who stands fast and said they did not follow Cox postulates in this. They didn't. I mean, they just didn't follow the procedure they should have followed. And we know they've used computer models for so many things instead of actually doing the work and sorting that out. And so this is why even the CDC had admitted at one time they didn't have any isolates. Then they say they have isolates. People try to get a hold of them, and they can't get a hold of them. They can't get them sent to them. And Dr. Kaufman said, well, when you go where they say they do isolate it, they say they've isolated cultured virus. Okay? And he says that's completely different than your isolation that comes through a Cox postulates issue. So we've got some stories on that as well. In any case, all of this stuff was sent to Dr. Fauci. Now, this email is extremely long. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I want to see if I can pull this up. But it's it's a fairly long email. Um, this one comes from... Um, Dr. Fauci himself, and we'll have a link up to this one here. This is on March the 6th. I don't understand why you're asking me to review this. Is this a for your information? I mean, look at it. It's, uh. <clears throat> anyway, this is the, this is the request that had garnered all his, his emails, and I'll have a link to that in the archives later this morning there's there's a bunch here i'm sure we're going to have several stories off of some of this stuff that's come out but in the email he got here's what he says this is according to the national pulse too long for me to read he ignored phd physicist warnings over fake chinese covid data They're just, they're too long for me to read. That was his response to Dr. Nielsen. Okay, remember, Dr. Nielsen had typed out, let's go back here, he had typed out his email on a phone, had a lot of, this is his email, this is the body of the email, you guys who are watching it, by way of sonsoflibertymedia.com or Rumble or wherever you're on. That's the body of his email. See how long that thing is? This guy typed it out on his phone. So let's look at a few things that he had to say here. I'm going to back up here to the top. You're beyond busy. I hope you read this message. I'm only mentioning this so you don't think I'm a paranoid freak. (laughs) I'm convinced you already know the outbreak is way past the point of containment, and unfortunately herd immunity will soon ensue. Yeah, they scrubbed that too. Remember that? They were scrubbing the issue about herd immunity as well. Then outbreak two will happen shortly after and hopefully not ad finitum. Infinitum, sorry. I'm writing to make sure you already know or at least suspect everything I'm about to tell you. I need to clear my conscience because it's possible, albeit unlikely, that some of what tell you is new and possibly useful in at least saving lives in the USA. 
Now, what I want to do is <clears throat> some of the stuff he'll he'll talk about here. Um, Joni brought up, or Suzanne Hamner. <laughs> I mix up the names and really mess things up, aren't I? Suzanne Hamner over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Um, here's what they did when they got the particular Freedom of Information Act request. And remember, again, these guys all have... They're, they're nothing more than puppets. They're not the big guys. They're not the guys behind the scenes pulling the strings. That's all those guys with the money being funded into foundations and everything else. All right, They're the ones pulling the strings on these guys. And I don't buy for one minute that Dr. Fauci was not working with the Chinese. Because the fact of the matter is we've seen where he sent money over there. We had a report out the other day where he thought it a fine thing to um, take and ascertain the risk of letting something out of that lab for the greater good. He thought that was just fine. He thought the risk was worth it. Okay? But the problem is, is this. Everybody continually gets fixed on this virus scenario. And they keep pointing to Wuhan. They keep doing that over and over and over. And again, I've asked the question that got our own Kate Shimrani kicked off the radio, and that is, what's happened with 5G? What's happened with that? Because if you remember, everybody got different stuff with this whole quote-unquote COVID they just got different things. Some people got really sick in certain ways, and other people got sick in other ways. And it was just like, what happened? And then we didn't have the numbers for flu and cancer and heart attack and all that. And, of course, we had Dr. Burks coming on and telling us, oh, we're just lumping all this in. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Fauci didn't even take time to read the email that was sent to him about false data. It's absolutely incredible. It really is. Um, here's some of the other things that uh, Nielsen wrote. The number of body bags my contacts told me about, even after short 15-minute walks to and from grocery stores in one city during CCP-authorized time slots, suggest the number of deaths in several orders of magnitude larger than the China's posted data indicates. Also, everyone I know in China continues to be in lockdown. We we read that just a little bit ago. I'm sorry, I didn't get ahead. Listen to what he says here about the the issue uh, concerning the Cox postulate deal. We can probably agree the numbers coming out of China were fraudulent, but not in the way Nielsen indicated to Fauci. This is uh, this is what uh, Suzanne has written. China's reports, courtesy of the Chinese Communist Party to the world, were in all probability fraudulent. It was discovered the virus had never been purified, isolated, or proven to exist. The genome was coded on a computer. The gold standard methods for scientific investigation are Cox and Rivers postulates, were abandoned. Treatment plans for the still unidentified illness were never developed. Death counts in cases were inflated, according to guidelines issued by the Center for Disease Control. Ask Scott Jensen about that. Okay, and let's see, <clears throat> and cases 
were defined based on an inappropriate non-diagnostic test that positive results could be easily manipulated. Having one symptom or coming in contact with someone diagnosed using one or of the other, or excuse me, I think he meant or, or the other two methods without uh, the contact in individual having any symptoms. Now, here comes the, um, let me read some more because people are asking, can I read some more of the, of the email? Yeah, I'll, I'll do some of that. Okay. Um, here's uh, some more from the, the email in question here. I'm a physicist and have been modeling this outbreak since January. Okay. Um, let's slide down just a little bit. He says, I have a lot of information about China due to my business, scientific friendship, and other ties with many there, including immunologists and virologists at top-tier le- top institutions and laboratories. My WeChat account, like Skype, what, a, what app, was blocked by the CCP for three days late February, early March, but after a warning message, it is now unblocked. I'm willing to share with you everything I know, think I know, or seriously suspect. So why would they be blocking his WeChat account? Hmm? Why would they be doing that? They're wanting to control the information. He says, here's a few examples. I'm confident that China stopped counting dead COVID-19 infected bodies since January 7th. Now, we we read this part here um, a little while ago, so I'm not going to belabor that point, but, uh, but let me go through... Uh, to the next paragraph. I want to emphasize that I do not believe China intentionally did this to harm the world. I sincerely believe it was done for saving face reasons. Saving face is possibly the most powerful motivating force in China. It is the key to understanding how most Chinese think and why they do what they do. I can tell you about <laughs> trying to do business with some Chinese people over there. It's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's as crooked as a dog sign leg in, in many cases. I'm just going to tell you it is. Um, <clears throat> China wanted the world to believe that their Herculean quarantining efforts contained the outbreak. However, I don't think this is true. Even after spraying billions of gallons of Clorox all the country, ugh, they're spraying Clorox all over the country. Okay, yeah, okay. The number of body bags my contacts told me about even after short 15-minute walks, we've done this one, uh, and they're locked down because I'm reading from different parts from different reports. Uh, he says their economy is already suffering terribly, and they can't afford to lose the many large manufacturing and other business agreements with foreign countries. This is why I believe they're trying and succeeding to convince many, to convince most of their population that the outbreak is under control, and it will soon be okay to return to work, even though it will not be safe because of current outbreak and outbreak 2 that will likely start soon. Citizens are not allowed to travel beyond a few stores and in special cases their work office, so even people who live uh, there have no idea what's really going on, especially in Hubei province, including Wuhan. Also, an H15N outbreak seems to have recently started in humans in Hunan province. Then he says he's got information about the Um, the U.S. And here's what he writes. Here is some. I believe that many COVID-19 deaths were incorrectly labeled at 2019-22 
flu deaths. That's what he claims. Um, <clears throat> it's very interesting. A few other, excuse me, I jumped ahead of myself. Sorry about that. Uh, the spreading in the U.S. is almost certainly already homogenous because it's been going on since last year without any containment whatsoever. Once massive testing finally starts, and again, this whole testing thing of this is unprecedented. I mean, can in, I can't remember a time in my life, I'm 52, I can't remember a time in my life that we were testing otherwise healthy people for an alleged disease or the cold virus, if you will. I, can ne- I can't remember in all my life mass testing for something like this. Now we're seeing things with the, 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 the little swabs they're doing, um, using in your nose and all this other stuff, and the, the pieces of them coming off and going into your, your skin. I mean, somebody's got some answers they really need to come up with uh, for why they're doing it. And the harm that's come is just, to people, is absolutely incredible. More so from the vaccine than any COVID. Okay? In fact, if we were to take, I was thinking about this last night, if we were to take just the deaths that would be extrapolated out of that more than 1% reported to VAERS, the CDC, we would be approaching the number of people who died from COVID or allegedly died from COVID. I'm going to put allegedly because we know they dumped all kinds of stuff in there with people who, for whatever. Then they called it COVID, okay? We would be looking at almost the amount of people in a few months that died over the past year and a half from allegedly COVID. Hundreds of thousands of people. We're, we're probably approaching, if we, again, extrapolate that 1% that's reported out to what it should be or what it theoretically would be, we're, we're approaching half a million people dead, not from COVID, but from the vaccines, from the injections, the experimental jabs. They're dead. They're not sick. They're dead. And on top of that, many more thousands, hundreds of thousands, who have had adverse effects. And yet they keep peddling They're poisons to the people. And in all of this, Dr. Fauci didn't have time to read what I'm reading to you this morning. And he had this information a year ago, more than a year ago. Here's what uh, Dr. Nielsen continues with. Once massive testing finally starts, this truth reality will unfortunately become obvious. Now, what happened with the testing was you ramped up the cycles in it, which produced more positives, which again, I'm not even going to play the video anymore from Kerry Mullis, where he says, this is not what you do with this. It's not designed to do what you're using it to do. And it was John Rappaport who said, guess what? When they put out the vaccine, they'll lower the cycles on the PCR test. This will give them the ability to say, see, the vaccine's working. We're not having as many cases. 
And that's what they did. That's exactly what they did. And I documented that in the report as well. So they're deceiving the people about what's going on, and at the center of it is just what I told you on Tuesday, and that is somebody's going to make a lot of money here. That's what it's about. And you go back into Scripture again, and I I appeal there again, the love of money is the root of all evil. Everything that we're dealing with in our society today, you can really trace it back to the love of money. Somebody's selling out for this. Somebody's being bought off for that. Somebody's being bribed for the other. I mean, look at how it even functions outside of the of the beltway and stuff. Let's talk about West Virginia. Yesterday we put out a story on West Virginia. What are they doing to get you to take that jab? Oh, they're appealing to your flesh. They're going to give you something worth something. We're going to give you a gun. Oh, they're going to appeal to those Second Amendment people. You could you could win a gun, just get your jab. In fact, it's an it's another lottery that's set up. In fact, some person who gets the jab may win $1.5 million. And everybody who's got it is going to get like a $100 gift card. And i, I got to ask the question, people. Where are they getting the money to do that? They're getting it from you. They're getting it from you. They're taking your money and using it against you. And if you live after you get the jab, you might get a gun. You might get a, a gift card. You might win $1.5 million if you live. They are bribing the people with the people's own money. It's unlawful. And why? All of it is based on lies. All of this is based on lies. I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm sitting here. It's Sometimes it's hard to fathom how these people can be wrapped up in, in all of these lies. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> If a guy wins and then he's got blood clots and his heart inflames, what's he got? Exactly right, David. There needs to be some serious justice brought on these people. Again, I don't care about people talking about people being thrown under the bus. These people need to be held accountable for their crimes against people made in the image of God. They need to be held accountable. And I don't mean... They need to pay a fine. I don't mean they need to spend the rest of their life in prison. I mean they need to be sent to the righteous judge. Because they have destroyed lives in all of this. And I got a question for you. If China, if they really are as guilty as what we're told, and I'm not saying they're not, but if they're really as guilty as we're told, why have we not responded to what they've done? I mean, really responded to them. Ask yourself that. You ask, well, I don't know if, if Trump was in it or not. Well, he was, he was the one running things all last year. Had a chance to stop it. Kept calling it the China virus. Okay, well, Mr. President, you've got a, a bunch of Americans who've been attacked. Oh, it was an accident to get it. Really? It was an accident? Okay. 
Still, you've got a bunch of Americans who've been killed from what you call a China virus. Why is there no restitution? Why is there no justice being brought? Why is there no destroying of that Wuhan lab? Let me throw it that way. Why is there none of that kind of stuff? You make up your own mind. I've made up mine. I think they're all in on it. I think Trump's your promoter. I think he's your marketer. I think he's your front man. He tells the people what they want to hear. He put Fauci out here who didn't take the time to read what I'm reading to you this morning. Here's what Nielsen goes on to say. The time between infection and death seems to have decreased from about 20 days a few months ago to possibly as short as eight days. And this is what they're calling COVID. We're seeing less than this with the shot. We're seeing people die within hours from the shot they're getting. Some of them it's taken a little longer. It might take a month or something like that. Another concern is the distribution of death versus age appears to be to not be as strongly biased compared to when China data was included towards older people and or people with chronic health conditions. Over the past 15 years, I've traveled to China multiple times per year. I'm pretty sure you know this for a while, but I truly believe the outbreak tsunami in the USA is either already happened or is about to happen. As you know, as soon as a surge is sensed, the tsunami will immediately follow. I believe we missed the containment boat quite a while ago. I've been closely listening to your comments on TV. Pretty sure you're already come to the same conclusion, but don't want to cause mass panic. You know, I understand people are going to panic. That's just a natural reality. People panic anyway. Just tell the truth. (laughs) Quit treating the American people as though you're the adult and we're the children. We're your sovereigns. And Dr. Anthony Fauci is an unelected bureaucrat. Okay? Nobody chose him from the people to be in the position he's in. Do you know why? Because the NIH is not mentioned in the Constitution. It shouldn't be there in the first place, just like the rest of the alphabet agencies in the federal government. We did not institute a federal government to look after our health. And again, I ask, if this is something from China that's killed Americans, then where is our response to them? If that's what's really going on. That's why I questioned the whole scenario of what's going on here. Okay? Here's Dr. Nielsen again. I'm going to skip down some just so I can jump to a couple other things I want to get to at the end. I don't believe in coincidences, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there are many things out of Iran that also concern me greatly. That's all I say right now. Okay, well, we don't know what that is. If all of this is old news to you, then I'd greatly appreciate a response. It can be as short as yes. Anyway, I had to share this information with you. Now my conscience is clear. My concern is that it's possible you don't have some of the above info, so I decided to send you this message. I wrote this quickly, so I apologize in advance for typos. Appreciate your efforts. Confident President Trump, uh, you and everyone else is involved is doing everything possible to ensure the best possible outcomes. I was deeply concerned a few weeks ago when the gravity of the situation seemed to not be fully recognized by several in D.C. and says, yeah, he can 
call him or whatever. Well, again, <clears throat> it's not the president's job to go getting vaccines and things. I mean, it's just not. It's That's not his job. His job is to make sure the law is faithfully executed. This is not hard to understand. If you ever run for president, here's what your job is. Make sure the law is executed. And the Constitution gives you the militia to make sure it's executed. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. It doesn't give you the FBI. It doesn't give you the DOJ. It doesn't give you the CIA. It gives you the militia to make sure that's done. If you're ever running for president, that's what you have. Okay? Why isn't that being done? Why wasn't it done? Why wasn't the militia used even in the riots that came out last year? Why wasn't that done? If people don't know their constitution and therefore they don't they're not putting into practice the answers that they say they're looking for. The solutions they say they're it's right there. These emails really are enough. Just this one right here, the information here, is enough to where we should be able to seek an indictment on Anthony Fauci. But because the corrupting government are in charge, they're going to cover for him. Oh, they might let this stuff out, no doubt about that. But if you think you're going to see Anthony Fauci doing a perp walk, you're sadly mistaken. And yeah, you can put Donald Trump back in office again, and you're not going to see it either. This is why it's absolutely incredible that people who claim to be, quote-unquote, on my side, the side of the law, the side of the Constitution stuff, continue to follow this nonsense about Donald Trump's going to be back in the White House July the 4th. JFK Jr. is going to be there alongside with him. The military is in control. Well, I, I just have one question. If all of that is true, why are we having so much unconstitutional stuff pushed on us? See, people don't stop and think. Why the unconstitutional attacks on the Second Amendment? Why the out-of-control spending that started with Donald Trump in the COVID nonsense and continues with Joe Biden? Why the continued push to a UBI coming in July? Universal basic income for those of you listening. Why that? Why the continued push? If, if Trump's really still president, and don't get me wrong, I think he won, but who's the guy sitting up there in the White House? The illegitimate president. If military is in control... Why aren't they putting a stop to the stuff? Oh, well, you don't know. You just got to trust the plan. There is no plan. The plan is to deceive you. And by the time you figure that out, you'll already be conquered. That's what drives me bananas. Everybody wants a Trump rally. How about go rally yourself down at your state capitol and deal with your legislators about cutting off this stuff? How about that? Instead of rallying around your God, your man, your man God, your deity your savior, you go be the solution and get your friends and head down to your state legislature. 
be like our friend Brandon over in Tennessee. Head down to your city council, your your county council, and things. You be the you be the solution. Now, quickly, I'm coming up on the end of this show, and <clears throat> I want to just touch on a couple of these things. We've told you we've had Kate on to talk. We had a whole show with Kate um, dealing with pregnancy and miscarriages and the uh, heavy periods that women were experiencing who had taken the, the injections. Let me give you a couple of stories. These come out of Health Impact News. Okay, Hong Kong, 12 dead, 4 miscarriages in one week following getting the injection. Okay, 12 dead, 4 miscarriages in one week. This is in Hong Kong. There's some other news that I want to make you aware of out of this, too. Remember the guy that we had on, Dr. Charles Hoff? Had the indigenous people that he was taking care of um, uh, up there in uh, Canada. And he had people dying, people having the adverse effects, and he says, I'm not going to give this stuff out anymore. Now he's been removed from hospital duty after speaking out about COVID vaccine side effects. You only do that if you're afraid of being exposed. And the same thing's happening with these social media companies now, too. They're being exposed. Their narrative is falling on its face. It doesn't matter how much they badmouth us. Some people are still seeing through it. And that's why they want to have a lottery. That's why they want to give you guns. That's why they want to give you a new pickup or a scholarship or whatever the case. What are all those things that they're giving away in West Virginia? At the people's expense, by the way. Also, Canadian physicians are banding together to fight censorship and threats regarding COVID-19. Great. Great. There was another one that I was going to bring up, and I apparently have, uh, I'm going to have to see if I can find that, but because I had it up, and I just wanted to kind of, yeah, this is the one I want to cover real quickly. Okay, this I, I do have it up. This one came out, and we've got some, I don't know, celebrity status people again mixed in with a common man who are dying or being injured after taking the shot. Here is, um, again, from Health Impact News. We've got a news anchor. We've got a BBC radio voice, uh, an Apex software developer, a widow and a mother, a wife and a mother, and a, uh, an actress out of Toronto. Listen to these stories. Joel Coleman, 54-year-old Oracle Apex software developer who designed CDC vaccine tracking system. This is the guy who did who designed the tracking system. He's dead two months after the first experimental mRNA shot. Now, let me tell you something. I'm not trying to be calloused here. I'm not. But I have prayed, just like the psalmist did, Lord, let them be caught in the net that they set for me. Let them fall in the hole that they dug for me. Because you know what, folks? There's only so much that we can do as the people. There's only so much we can do. Only so much that we can reach. But God's eyes see everywhere. And there's no man that can get out from under what his purposes are. And here's a guy. 
He designed the CDC vaccine tracking system. He's dead. Let it be a warning to all those who are seeking to commit genocide, especially when you attack the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those Look, we're his kids. We're nobody really apart from Christ. And God in his love and mercy has adopted us, made us his kids. And I'm telling you what, you mess with somebody's kids, you're barking up the wrong tree here. Let it be a warning to all those who are seeking to implement this kind of stuff. This is Joel Coleman. He's dead. Took his vaccine. Tried to help the CDC with the tracking system. Now he's dead. Here's another lady. I hope I pronounced her name correctly. Jovita Moore. She's an Atlanta news anchor, develops two brain tumors 12 days after second experimental Pfizer mRNA injection, still recovering from surgery. And you know, I mean, I look, she's she's been one probably that has peddled this stuff. Let's look at let's look at her thing. I'm gonna go over just a little bit, okay, because I did want to get to these. So I'll go over a little bit. I won't keep you long, but I I will go over a little bit. So you guys listen to Red State Talk Radio. If you want to jump over to SonsLibertyMedia.com, you can finish up. We probably won't be 10, 15 minutes at that. Okay. Here's what Jovita wrote. This was April the second. Last month, then this week. Two doses of a coronavirus vaccine to start 2021. She's got some kind of weird-looking emoji on there. And in about 10 days, when I'm fully vaxxed, you can catch me outside. <laughs> Not so, Jovita. You're recovering from some kind of surgery where you had brain tumors. You were lied to. It gives me no pleasure in saying that. I'm not... You know, the Bible says that we don't rejoice... In evil, we don't rejoice over the. We weep with those who weep, and we we rejoice with those who rejoice. But my goodness, this is a this is a news anchor. She should have known better. She obviously peddled this to other people. Then she went and did it herself, like a good little sheep. And now she's bearing the consequences of what she's done. going to run out of time before I get to this one. I'm going, to, I'm going to give you a couple more and a couple other things on the other side of the end of the show. Just want to take time to say, again, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you very much. Don't forget to, to subscribe not only at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, but also over at Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Subscribe over there, okay? We're, we're there all the time now. The video, sometimes after it's done, it takes about 10 or 15 minutes to uh, render or encode and everything. So be patient with us on that. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and we'll see you again at 6 a.m. in the morning. Lord willing, see ya. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Turn off this little thing over here. And, yes, I still have not heard about my phone line, so I don't know. We're, we're still without that because I'd love to hear from you guys if you had some input. I, many of you guys uh, I know who are in the chat uh, we're, we're friends on Facebook or something like that, and you guys send me stuff all the time. Sometimes I can't keep up with it. I can't get back to you, but I'm always appreciative because there's a lot of stuff I don't see. I mean, I, I can't possibly see everything, and then what I get focused on, I get stuck on too. So let's go back to Health Impact News. Remember, Dr. Fauci has been behind this this propaganda that's being pushed on the American people and the world and these people are dying, or they're being 
uh, injured by the shots that he promotes. In fact, they're being they're being injured and killed with the genocide jab at a rate higher than whatever they were claiming people were dying of COVID. Okay? Again, Health Impact News. BBC presenter Lisa Shaw died after suffering blood clots following COVID jab, say family. Now, I don't know if you noticed, there was, um, I saw it this morning, and let me just see if I can uh, quickly... Uh, pull this up here because it's it comes up when I uh, there was another person okay Arlene Galanka I didn't know the name but she was a star of the Andy Griffith show and Mayberry RFD she recently died now she was older and there was another lady yesterday she was in um, an old film Face Off that's what that was her claim to fame and something else I don't know and she had died. And it really it didn't say why they died. And I got to tell you, when I see that, when I see those things in the news, my first reaction is, have they had those, have they had those injections? I don't know if that's how you guys think too. Because it seems very odd in these days. I understand people die of old age and everything else. I get that. But when we're talking about this kind of stuff, it, it just gets, it gets very interesting. To contemplate, and maybe some of this will come out on some of these these two women that I just mentioned um, in their deaths. This lady, there was a statement released by the BBC. Um, this is for Lisa Shaw, okay, the BBC lady. Her family said Lisa developed severe headaches a week after receiving her AstraZeneca vaccine. Now remember, the AstraZeneca is the one that has the Murdered baby fetal cells in it. This one we know has that. Okay? And fell seriously ill a few days later. She was treated by the Royal Victoria Infirmaries Intensive Care Team for blood clots and bleeding in her head. Tragically, she passed away surrounded by her family on Friday afternoon. We're devastated and there is a Lisa-shaped hole in our lives that can never be filled. Yeah, exactly. See, they aren't, they aren't just killing these people, and they know they're killing them. They've pulled these things off the market because of the blood, blood clots. I think it was the J&J um, and the Moderna. I think that's the one they pulled. For, remember that? For a couple of days to make it look like they were concerned. Oh, we see no problem here. Let's just keep giving it out there. Let's keep get, shooting those people up. I just wonder how many of those people involved have a depopulation mindset. A genocide mindset. Yet we need to keep this out there because we've got to get rid of so many people. And by the way, I'm going to throw this out here. I I have not mentioned this on the show because I didn't know enough and I've learned a lot going along. But that old Deagle report, many of you are familiar with that. If you don't know it, put in D-E-A-G-L-E and the de- maybe depopulation or something like that or population of America or something. And you'll see. Those guys, I mean, they deal with a lot of military equipment and all this other stuff and projections of things out. And they're saying by 2025, the American population is going to be something like 90 million people. Or around 100 100 million, something like that. 
It's not just America having that. It's the UK too. It's the UK too. And then when you look at places like Russia or China or other places, not nearly as big of a drop in the population as the United States. I'm telling you, they have... They've taken the mask off of who they are and what they're doing. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. It's all out there right in front of us. Okay, a couple more. Health Impact News. Lisa Stonehouse, 52-year-old Canadian woman, develops blood clots in brain, dead 12 days after an AstraZeneca shot. Same thing this chick up here from the BBC took. And they look to be around... Maybe close to the same age. I'm, I'm not really really sure it wasn't given the age for Miss Shaw here. Here's this lady. 52-year-old wo- widow and mother is dead as her daughter wonders if medical personnel did all they could to save her life. Well, no, they didn't. They would have told her, don't take this shot. <laughs> it could possibly kill you. They didn't do all they could for her. They, I'll guarantee you they didn't read off the list of adverse effects. 400-something adverse effects from these jabs. They didn't read off to her the ingredients, so they didn't give her informed consent, which is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. She, she did not have that. It's an experimental shot. It's actually unnecessary because we've had, you know, not only America's frontline doctors talk about things like... Um, the hydroxychloroquine, which which does have some side effects. We've talked with Kate about that. But we've talked about ivermectin, all of these kinds of things. But those are drugs. We had Andreas Calker come on and say he's been testing, okay? He's been testing chlorine dioxide and has amazing results, not only with, quote-unquote, the alleged COVID, but with all kinds of sicknesses and diseases, getting oxygen into the cells as it's needed. And it's natural. It's not a drug. You don't have to go to Big Pharma for that. We had him on telling about the testing he's done. He's in the third stage there. Want to bring him on once the tests are done so he can give us the information. So the people didn't do all they could for Lisa Stonehouse. Or they would have warned her They would have stopped her from doing it. Here's another lady. Lene Eric. I assume that's how you pronounce her name. Lene Eric. She's a 50-year-old Canadian woman. She's dead seven days after the experimental Pfizer mRNA injection. You know, Allah, I'll tell you. You're a special kind of stupid. You, you really are. You really are. I, I, for you to defend the CDC and their, and their VAERS report that's only capturing 1% of the reality that's going on in this country, and they know it, and they don't tell the world the truth about what's going on here. They don't tell them about isolation, the truth about how they didn't follow Cox postulates. They don't tell the people the truth about this injection. 
and you want to defend that, you're going to get what you got coming. You're going to get what you got coming. I can deal with people who have questions about things that I don't understand that. But when you come on and you defend such corruption from an agency that shouldn't exist in the United States under our Constitution, you're going to get what you got coming. You are. God's not going to be mocked by you either. He's not. I have proved it. There are a ton of articles, by the way, Allah, that you can look at on sonsoflibertymedia.com. I can show you where they've not been honest with you. I can show you where they have backed up big pharma pimps. They're the ones that when you go to their site, I, let, me take a, let me take a second and just do this right quick. I think I can do this um, because I had, I had it pulled up last night, and I'll just show you. I'll just, I'll just give you a for instance here. Let's see what we got. Um, because selected adverse. Okay, this one will work. Okay. Now, this is the Center for Disease Control. Now, pay attention, Olive. You're still with me. Okay. Just pay attention. You go here. We have almost 5,000 people within five months that are dead following taking these jabs. Okay. We have 100,000 who've had adverse effects. That means they've been injured following the covination, uh, the COVID, the covination. The, I should call it that, the covination. That's kind of good. Uh, the COVID-19 injections. Um, okay, did I misunderstand? He says CDC not out to hurt you. That's what he said. So I'm just going to give you, I'm just going to help you understand something. Again, we go back. I had I played the clip from Dale Bigtree speaking about the Harvard study done in 2010 and then looked at 2016, and he said they came to the conclusion, these VARES reports, you're only getting 1% of the picture, okay? Now, you tell me they are not covering for the criminals, which makes them criminal. This is the CDC. Selected adverse events reported after COVID-19 vaccination. This is dated May the 27th. Okay, this is where you're going to find out all your information here of what they list for the numbers. I want you to see the first thing they start out with. This is your entire propaganda right here. What you need to know, COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Is that the truth or is that a lie? I'm just asking. Is that the truth or is that a lie? If you've got something that you've been distributing for five months and you've got 5,000 people who are dead from it and you've got 100,000 people who have been injured by it, is that safe and effective? Is it? You want me to prove it? Right there it is. Let's just go down a little bit. Because, if I'm not mistaken, in this particular report here, they actually list those numbers. Um, let's see. Oh, and they closely monitor reports of death following COVID vaccine. Now check it out. They claim that this is what they claim. I want you to listen to something here. 
They claim that almost 300 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines were administered in the U.S. from December 2020 through May 24, 2021. Now, if that's true, that means almost the entire population, because what do we have, 360 million people, something like that? You've got, uh, you've got a huge majority of the population who've been injected. Now, let's take a, an account that some of those might be two doses for the person, so it could be a lot less. But just let's just take what, let's take what they're saying at face value here. During this time, VAERS received 4,863 reports of death. Now, compared to the doses that they're trying to spread this out to, it's a very small percentage, yet almost 5,000 people lost their life that we know of. And again, if you push this out to the fact that that's only 1% of what actually is going on, we could be saying half a million people have lost their life. Half a million people. I mean... What do I have to prove? It's right here on their site. If you want to argue with the report here, argue with the report. But the fact of the matter is, these things are not safe and effective. The CDC is a propaganda arm for medical tyranny. And they're giving you the same bull that the corporate-owned Mockingbird Media is giving you, the same bull that the paid-off big pharma pimps in D.C. and in state governments are telling you, it's safe and effective. They're lying through their teeth to you. Let me get back over here and cover these couple of things. I told you I wasn't going to try not to keep you too long. Lene Eric, 50-year-old Canadian woman dead seven days after experimental Pfizer mRNA injection. 50-year-old wife and mother is dead after trying to stay positive for the remainder of her short post-injection life. She received her first dose of experimental Pfizer mRNA on May 17th. According to her Facebook page, she first said the shot was AstraZeneca but corrected herself in the comment section. Miss Eric immediately reported a sore arm and fatigue. Her condition progressively worsened over the next week, and while she posted many positive messages, as was obviously her nature and normal self, Ms. Eric was suffering. She said her neck was sore and she could not stay awake at all. Ms. Eric posted a very sad update on Saturday. Love positive, but I really wish I didn't get this shot. I wish you didn't get the shot either, Lene. I really do. See, this is not a thing where it's good to say I told you so. I, I, I just I don't find any joy in any of that. I'm saddened that people have lost family members. Many of them. And this lady is younger than I am, 50 years old. Her life's gone. What about those 20 and 30-year-olds that we're seeing? Their lives are just gone. They were healthy. They were fine. But they believed the lie about this vaccine, this injection. About the COVID narrative. They were scared into it. And it's just... I mean, what do you say? And here's this lady. Jennifer Gibson. She's a Canadian woman. Develops Bell's palsy two weeks after AstraZeneca shot. 
encourages others to get vaccinated. See what happened to me? I mean, I don't know how you get this stupid. Wait a minute. Maybe I do. She's got Ruth Bader Ginsburg shirt on, so maybe I understand. And she's in Toronto, of all places. Anyway, she's a Toronto-based actress and acting teacher, seemingly content with her new look, and is encouraging others to follow suit. Yeah, get this and look like me. Have your face all distorted from Bell's palsy. Do people think this is cool? I, I, I just, I, is it like eating the Tide Pods? Is that what's going on here? Get your shot, and hopefully you'll get Bell's palsy, and you'll look like me. I, I don't, I don't understand that. She received the experimental AstraZeneca viral vector shot on April twenty fourth, according to her Instagram page. She expressed gratefulness and apparent sympathy for those who quote don't have the opportunity to receive experimental injections. Two weeks later, she noticed her face looked different. She developed full-fledged Bell's palsy, a a known adverse effect for all of the experimental injections by May 18th. And remember, we've been reporting on this for a long time. It isn't like this is stuck somewhere in a crevice somewhere. Nobody can find it. This stuff's all out there if if you really want to find it. She developed full-fledged Bell's palsy, a non-adverse effect of the experimental injections, and by May 18th. She's chronicling the ordeal on Instagram. Ms. Gibson posted a photo of an acupuncture session on May the 23rd. Hmm. Yeah, that, You know what? You're not going to fix what you stuck in your body. You're just not going to fix it. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny has said that. So... And these are just uh, these are just uh, the the tip of the iceberg. Here's another one. I'm going to have this up later on at sonslibertymedia.com. French medical doctor, COVID-19 injections increasing deaths and new infections. The evidence is overwhelming. Not COVID is doing this. The injections are doing it. I told you. This is on course to overtake any of the manufactured numbers they have for people who have died of the alleged COVID in six months here in the U.S. versus a year and a half since all this stuff started. And she's telling you, it's the injections are increasing deaths, and new infections. And then we had the guy, uh, he was the uh, Nobel Prize winner for, he was a virologist, Luke, and I forget, is it Montaigne or something like that? And that guy was saying that the injections were causing all these quote-unquote variants of stuff, of the alleged virus. The vaccines are no good. And, And by the way, let me just throw this out here too to remind you of this. And I'll try to remember to throw all these in the the archive. There's a lot of stuff to keep up because some of the stuff just comes to mind and I'm not thinking about it when I'm putting the stuff together. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny said the FDA had violated federal law by letting these vaccines out into the public for emergency use when there were treatments that worked for the alleged COVID. Has anybody been held accountable? Did Donald Trump hold them accountable? Nope, he went right along with it. He wanted to push those vaccines through as fast as he could. 
to show you he could do it. Because he wanted to remain positive. Let me ask you something along that line. I am not one who is pessimistic about the future. Uh, I'm optimistic. And I'm optimistic because I see what Scripture says God is doing. And so I'm optimistic about that. I'm not optimistic about the future of America. And the reason I'm not optimistic is because, again, you read the Bible and you see how God deals with rebellious nations. And there's no repentance. There's no repentance by America. And so I asked the question, well, what is it we're going to look towards? I got to tell you, I, there's a part of me that thinks the door has shut for a time of repentance for America. I, I really, I don't even like to think about that. The Bible says it is a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. But America's had warning after warning after warning, judgment after judgment after judgment. And she continues on in her own ways. She continues on thinking she's going to solve her problems her way. That's never worked out good for any society in history, ever. Take you to a story we all know. There was a preacher that was told to go and to preach to a people because they were a wicked, they become a wicked people. And that preacher didn't want to go and preach to them because he knew God was merciful and that guy didn't like those people, and he didn't want God to be merciful to them because he thought, in some way, he was better because he was among God's chosen people. And so he ran. Even caught a boat to get away from going where he should have been. But he's not going to run from God, just like nobody else is. And he goes and gets on that boat, and you know what happens? God's following him on that boat. Brings a terrible storm on it to the point where the men have to throw him over the side of the boat. And the sea calms. And what happens? Well, that guy becomes a TV dinner for a big fish. And for three days, he's in that fish's belly crying out to the God from the grave, as it were. Jesus even used the picture of him, of himself, saying, just like Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth. And when God's brought him to the ultimate end of himself, that fish spits him out on dry land. He goes into the city, and you can imagine this sight, Jonah has been in the belly of a fish. Digestive juices. This guy is not a pretty sight to look at. And he goes in and he preaches to the people of Nineveh. 
And you know what happens? From the king down, the people repent. They put ashes on their head. They repent before God for what they did because God was going to destroy them in 40 days. And their repentance staved off the destruction of Nineveh for 40 years. And here's the question. Where are we, America? Who are we trusting in? What are we trusting in? Are we trusting in the God who established us hundreds of years ago, and I'm talking about before the Constitution, real Christian patriot fathers, established a land based upon the law of God, Or are we those like other, are we like Israel? We fail to repent. And so God brings an immediate destruction. You can see that in 70 AD, just like Jesus said he would. Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13. Just like he said he would. Or are we going to be like Nineveh? And I got to tell you, I just tend to think the door is shut. The truth's been given. People don't want to turn that they might be saved they're looking for whatever the doctor can give them the politician can give them and they're going to give you false hope they're going to give you false hope does that mean that if you repent everything's just going to be hunky-dory nope never said that in fact Jesus said over and over you know I'm going to bring division here It's going to be problems between you and your family members. Going to bring the sword in there to divide. Paul says that we enter into the kingdom through much tribulation. So I'm not promising you a bed of roses, but I can tell you this. At least if you're in the word and you're following the leading, the promptings of the spirit of God through that word at least you'll know the truth. At least you'll know the truth. Guys, the truth is being suppressed. Not just gospel truth. You see it in this. But as Jesus said, everything's going to be brought to the light. You can try to hide it in the dark if you want. But everything will be brought to the light. And so is Anthony Fauci. The question is, what are the rulers if you will, the real rulers of America, the people, going to do with people like Anthony Fauci. Now that you know the truth, what are you going to do with him? Who's going to bring him to justice? And if there's nobody to do that, then aren't we demonstrating that we're an unrepentant people and we don't care? We like to complain like the people of Israel, but we don't do, we don't want to do what we're supposed to do. Isn't that real, really where we're at? Time will tell. But I don't see anybody acting on Dr. Fauci here. Will he get to retire, go away in obscurity? In a month, people will forget him because that's how long our attention span is and our, our memories in many cases. The latest shiny thing will come out and we'll get focused on that too. But I'm telling you, if we don't start bringing some justice on some of these criminals' heads, we're done for. We're done for. 
The command is it is as it always is, and that is to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You guys have a great day. Thank you for staying with me over. I know I went more than 10 minutes, so I apologize for that. But I did want to get some of these other things in because I think it's important that you realize this is still going on. And most of you do. I don't want to treat you like children and people who don't know. Most of you who are in the chat now listening, you know. And you're being faithful with that. And um, and I pray God honor your faithfulness in those things. Anyway, Bradley will be on with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. And we'll be back with you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Till then, see ya.